Hello and welcome to the Retail Influencer by 20 Cent Retail. Our topic today are payment trends. CCV recently published its yearly Pulse report, listing a few of the major trends in payment methods. Sam Arkins, the CCO of CCV, came to guide us through the report. Here's our chat. Well, good afternoon, Sam. Welcome to the show. Hey, good afternoon, Vincent. Thanks for inviting me. You are welcome because I'm quite excited to talk about payment systems and payment methods uh, more uh, particularly. Uh, you work at CCV and you guys uh, issued lately the Pulse report that you do Correct. on a yearly yeah. basis. Correct. Absolutely. Um, and I would like to check out with you a few of the trends uh, that was mentioned that were mentioned in the, the report. Uh, and perhaps let's start with the, the first trend, um, the, the one which talks about accessibility in a changing world. Um, perhaps you can enlighten us or, or give us an overview on, on how everything has been shaken after COVID because everybody was then suddenly going for uh, digital payment uh, methods because we didn't want to touch anything anymore or not even uh, cash money. Yeah. Uh, so how is the aftermath today? Is it still the case today or, or do we go back to cash? Give us a little bit of, of info. Well, I think you're correct, Vincent. Everything went digital. Uh, Zoom meetings started, uh, payments became digital. I think most people expected like going back to the normal, uh, but we saw that there was no turning back to, to cash. And there was no turning back to, I would say, contactless payments or, or non-digital payments. So the rise of digital payments, contactless payments is still going strong. There is a small percentage going back to cash uh, and a small percentage going back to non-digital. Look, for example, at hospitality where everything was digital. You ordered online, you got a delivery, you paid online. Now there's more and more, I would say, physical contact in, in the hospitality environment. But we did see that uh, corona changed everything. Everything became more digital and cash, especially in the countries where um, uh, cash was a bit more popular, like Belgium, uh, cash uh, became less relevant than before corona. That's for sure. But at the same time, uh, how about people or businesses who still rely on cash? I mean, they, they still do exist, I expect. Absolutely. So cash is not gone. And that's not my point here. I think it's becoming less relevant, but cash is still there. So that's also why we 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 tell our customers to accept uh, a maximum number of forms of payment, including cash, if possible. But you see a rise in digital payments, mobile payments, e-commerce, for example, where obviously cash is very difficult or, or uh, not possible. Uh, but you do see that some businesses still rely on cash. So cash is still relevant and still exists uh, today, especially in the Benelux. Eh? Okay, so the point is not to eliminate cash totally uh, because it still exists and will still be used in, in the future for certain occasions. I think the ambition to 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 have cash gone completely is, is not existing at the moment, maybe in 10 years' time, maybe in 20 years' time. But you see the, the Nordics, for example, they have 95% electronic payments, so only 5% cash. It's still alive. It's not dead. So it's still there. Good. Well... Good, good reference as well to our Nordic audience. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but you just mentioned now that that exactly you you say to your customers, uh, to your clients, offer as many different possible uh, payment methods as possible. Yes. Which brings me now to the trend number two, the soft POS. Uh, can you explain what do you guys mean by soft POS first before we go more into details? Absolutely. Actually, 10 years ago, we... We, not just us, but a lot of people in the payments industry said in 10 years time, so today, 
the payment terminal will be gone. It will be software or, or integrated with the ECR system. Uh, we still see a lot of payment terminals. So Softpass actually is a software or an application on a non-payment device. Uh, the, the most used example is the uh, the mobile phone of the merchant uh, accepting the payment, but it could also be like a PDA or an ECR system or an iPad. So you see an evolution from hardware devices for payments to software solutions into payments. And that's actually Softpos. It's an application or an app on a mobile phone or a separate device that you can use to accept payments. So it has the same level of security, but only on a non uh, uh, hardware device. So a hardware device that is not provided by a payment provider. So your own mobile phone, your own iPad or something like that. All right. And and perhaps maybe explain to us uh, how do does it actually change the game? Because it is a different system to uh, receive payments, but it, it does have a certain implication for, for how the customer journey is going on. Yeah, well, actually, it's it's like it's a very similar payment solution. The, the biggest difference is you don't have to buy or rent or lease or whatever hardware from a vendor. So you have your mobile phone, you have your iPad, so you don't have to go to CCV or another company to buy or rent a payment solution. You only have to download an application. That is that is something that we're used to, right? We're downloading application to pay from our bank. So you see that payment was lacking a little bit behind. It was still very linked to the hardware device. And now we're catching up where uh, also the payment business is going into applications and software. So the biggest change is that you don't have to rely on a hardware device from an external vendor, you still can use it, it still will exist, and that you can integrate it with uh, your mobile phone, your PDA, or maybe a, an iPad that you have in your uh, in your shop or in your office. Okay, so yeah, different uh, opportunities that for, for the, the clients to then uh, receive payments uh, any place basically in their point of sales, or even to be more mobile to receive payments in, in that regards, I guess. Correct. So I think today you see two trends. You see small businesses that don't have a hardware device, that don't have a payment terminal. They use it to start up with payments, uh, especially okay. in Belgium, where you have to accept one form of payment, electronic payments uh, by law. It could be a QR payment, but also a soft post, for example. And second, you, you see uh, other uh, sectors popping up like home delivery. Maybe a merchant has a payment device, but when he does delivery, he doesn't have a mobile uh, payment device. You see bigger retail stores uh, using it to uh, pay in-store. Uh, for example, if you go to the second floor, there is no ECR yeah. system. You can pay with uh, someone working there that has a PDA or a mobile phone in his pocket. So you see two trends, the small businesses and different locations within a shop where there is a classical one exit with a payment device or an ECR system. Okay. Um, I think it's clear on that. Now I can move to trend number three, uh, okay. which is about the uh, integrated payments. So payments are integrated in the customer's journey. Uh, this is the, the the third trend that that was mentioned in the the Pulse report, yeah. and also mentioned that it's integrated in the customer journey, but also preferably naturally. Uh, <laughs> can you give us a bit more uh, comment on that one, please? I think the magic word here is uh, frictionless or, or seamless. You see that payment is on the one hand a commodity. It's something that you have to do. It has to work. Uh, but if it doesn't work or if it's difficult, it's it's blocking the customer journey. So that's why we think that in the next months and years, the focus will shift from it has to work to it has to work frictionless. 
I think we all know the 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 classic example of Uber or Amazon where you you go into the shop and you step out and everything is paid. Yeah. Or in the Uber uh, taxi where you uh based on your application payment is done automatically. Uh, I'm not saying that everything will go as fast and that far in the in the next months, but you see that uh we're getting more and more touch points. So people are paying with cards, with cash, with mobile phones. Uh they're checking in, they're checking out. So uh, the way that we pay will change. And what we need to do as a payment uh, uh, branch is make sure that it's hassle-free. So it should be easy. That's also why we tell customers accept as many payment methods as possible. There's nothing as annoying as downloading an app to pay for something or or you have to register to pay for something. So the, the easiest thing is to have a hassle-free payment solution integrated in an application, an e-commerce platform in your shop in a way that whatever you're having, is it a mobile phone, uh, a, a digital wallet, or maybe your, your smartwatch, that it's easy to pay and that it's integrated in the customer journey. All right. And and can you give us maybe an example? Because I, I read in the report there was an example about uh, payments within your car. Uh, can you give the, the examples, please? Actually, what you see, what, what happened in, in, in history is that payment is nothing more than identification and trusts. So with my plastic card, I say, my name is Sam and I have money on my bank account or credits on my credit cards. That's the same thing you do with your mobile application. It's the same thing that you do with your smartwatch. And actually the device is not important. Same discussion as with SoftPost, the device is moving away. Same discussion in payment. It could be your car. My car knows who I am. He's connected to my phone. So why not do a payment with a car? instead of a phone or instead of a smartwatch. And we will see that kind of examples popping up much more, paying with your car, with your smartphone, with your smartwatch. It's all the same logic and it seems very technically complicated, but it's based on the same platform, same schemes, the same level of security. The only thing is that the type of device you use for identification will change. That makes it easier, for example, with your car to drive into a parking, to pay at a petrol station or to do your EV charging. And actually, that brings me to trend number four, EV charging accessibility. I mean, I was a bit uh, puzzled when I read about that one because I was just thinking, okay, we're talking about soft POS. What does EV charging have to do with payments? Uh, Why is it ever so important and increasing in in that regard? Well, we're going back to the discussion on, on commodity and customer journey. It does make sense that if you have a car an electric car and you go to a charging station that you can pay. But it's not the case in Europe today. You have different kind of applications, a closed loop systems, cards, company cards. What you see a lot is that you have a, a charging station where you can't pay. You have to download an application. It's a bit similar as to parking a few years ago or even petrol station 10 or 20 years ago. Uh, the petrol station was closed at night, so you couldn't pay. So today you see that uh, if you don't have battery power, you you have a real issue with an with an electrical car. So you see that what we want to do is make sure that everywhere you want to pay, including uh, EV charging stations, you can pay with an open system, with the kind of uh, payment method that you choose. So your debit card, credit card, Mastercard, Visa, bank contact, whatever, which is not the case today. You still have a lot of charging stations where you have to pay with an application that is limited to one country, maybe two countries, or one brand of EV charging stations, and that needs to open up. There you see the importance of a commodity like payments being uh, friendly for your customer journey. 
All right. Well, that that is now clearer in my mind. Thank you for that uh, little bit of explanation, even though I did read the report uh, just to ask a question, <laughs> Absolutely. obviously. Absolutely. Um, now, uh, perhaps to before we end the, the, this discussion, do you have any last comment on, on how do you see payments evolved in, in, the fu- in the near future, actually? So I think, obviously, if, if you look at the major trench, digitalization is is there, is there to stay. So, and I think digitalization in becoming more and more software-based, application-based. So I think you will see the hardware disappearing. So uh, the acceptance device, so the payment terminal, but also the payment, uh, I would say device. I think you will see plastic cards disappearing in the next five to 10 years, switching to applications, your smartwatch, whatever, paying with your iris scan or fingerprint that will all become uh, a normal way of doing an identification of yourself. Uh, and I think secondly, what is very important is the balance between accessibility for everyone. So uh, there's a difference between paying in the Benelux and paying in Africa, that's for sure. But so we need to make sure that everything is available for everyone uh, and that you can pay everywhere uh, based on your your local uh, specifications. So the mix between making it very customer friendly and not interfering with the customer experience or the customer journey, but also making it accessible for everyone is probably the biggest challenge we will have in the next uh, in the next years. Well, uh, I would say we, we could talk about this all day long. Uh, we but could, that's actually yeah. an excellent conclusion. <laughs> uh, so Sam, thank you very much for uh, participating in the show and giving us a little bit more explanation on uh, thank you. the report. And I will definitely put the link on my website if uh, anyone is interested to download the full uh, report. Thank you very much, Sam. Cool, thank you. Bye. That's all for this episode. Don't forget to check out 20centretail.com for more retail stories. Till next time, enjoy the rest of your week and thank you for listening.